0: Welcome to the Pinnacle Mindset Chat Show. Uh, This week I'm hosting, my name's Robbie and my co host Hez. And this week we we are joined by the awesome and inspiring John O'Poon. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for the warm welcome. Thank you much.
0: Thank you so much for giving up your time in this blistering heat. I mean, I think all of us are struggling here, I think. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> uh, so obviously for the people at home who don't you obviously know you some of your work uh tell us a bit about you
1: so my name is Jono and I'm a speaker trainer coach mentor but essentially what I do is just helping people become the best version of themselves and um, that's the ultimate goal um, in a way that I create more influential leaders mm. and it's something that I've always had this what I say aspire to to become someone that just wants to make the world a better place than it than what I found it mm. because that I've mean, had my struggles as well during during my lifetime and I feel like everyone deserves a second chance
0: agree.
2: Okay.
0: yeah so obviously you've uh, obviously you do a bit of charity work you set up your charity uh, obviously we'll just talk a bit about that so what sort of uh, your charity what's it what was its focus on shall we say
1: uh, I didn't set up my own charity. <laughs> oh, I
0: don't a sorry. But I,
1: have, I, I do run, I do as a board member for two different charities. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as a board member for one is called MK Play or MK Play Association. For those that's local to Mutant Keynes, that's known we're going to be hitting 50 years next year. Awesome. For okay. a charity of you know, for that kind of charity, it's very, very rewarding. And we help kids learn through play. And that's through um, different learning styles, whether they're dyslexic, whether they've got colorblind or any other sorts of disabilities or anything you know, learning disadvantages. We help them learn through play, great through play activities. So that that for me is a way of another path to create future leaders indirectly. Although because I'm not in the front lines actually doing the work, but I'm more directing the board level. Yeah. more strategic level getting the funding in helping with the the organizations the management the processes the online marketing the digital presence and all those systems and processes so indirectly i'm making that kind of difference
0: that's incredible i mean for me i'm dyslexic myself uh obviously said off air um that was the way i always learn i mean some schools you know probably some of it you know they learn theory i struggle with the theory but you know when i actually like like engineering at school or P.E. I flew in and I mean that's obviously you're wanting to encourage people and you can grow their confidence and I think it is an inspiring thing to do and I think you should be very proud of yourself and you know from what you do plus I only live down the road in toaster from yourself so you know I'll be happy to come by and actually see some of your work.
1: We're always we're always looking for volunteers. And then even better, (laughs) especially in in this heat when everyone no one wants to to help out with,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But um, the second charity that I'm also board member for is called Smart CJS.
2: Okay.
1: And for people that don't really know about what Smart does, they help um, drug and alcohol addiction or rough sleepers get back on their feet.
2: Oh, fantastic! Brilliant. So
1: again, that's something that in Milton Keynes we're looking to eradicate homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. Was it 2025. They said A very ambitious goal that they had. Um, yeah, but yeah. we are working towards that. And as that charity was also growing in & is we obviously had to move it from, from our service users from our hub into hotels. Right. Okay. Imagine what kind of challenge that's had. Yeah, the- that's massive. Yes. Uh, especially with all this you know, new new laws and social distancing and all those. But essentially, it's just um, giving back to the world, um, and really, what helping everyone get back on their feet and just getting that second chance.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, with this, actually, it must be a one good question to ask is through the whole COVID, how is your struggles? Co- how is your you know charities are coping? Really, are mm-hmm. they struggling? Is it you know? Is it well, You know, are you doing fine? Or you know, what's it? What do you find it as
1: for? For, our, for both the charities, we're fortunate enough to have a lot of funding support oh, awesome. from a lot of fundraisers and also local fundraisers, um, individuals, but also government schemes and councils has also been helpful with um, some of their fundraising schemes as well. Um, and of private fundraisers um, has helped. So we've coped better, but I'm, I am aware that there are many other charities that are struggling for funding or didn't meet criteria for certain specific stuff. And, and really struggle so it's challenging for all of us and it it is something that we just have to keep working through yeah 100
2: fantastic yeah. i just find it very rewarding as well because you know you're helping people that aren't fortunate that are probably going through even more turmoil at the moment than ever with covid and we're all you know in the same boat coping in different sort of ways as yeah. much as we can it's a, it's it's like they're saying is the word the buzzword the new norm at the moment um, personally, how are you coping with, you know, your everyday life and business life as well?
1: For me, I'm quite used to this, um, I would say isolated, It's not really isolated. It's more of, um, remote working has always been something because of my background. I come from a very IT digital marketing background. So working behind the scenes and behind the computer, most of my life hasn't really changed much. Right. Uh, so. This kind of lifestyle hasn't really changed uh, me or I, d- I haven't really struggled as much I think the only challenge I didn't get was um, the gym that was closed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I like to get my exercise in before I start the day and it's just generally my habits um, but you know I just had to switch it up to doing home workouts or going for more walks which is even better to be honest because you're connecting mm-hmm. with nature yeah. and this would be more connected to mental health um, for for everyone that's struggling to cope, is get more structured or get some more walks in into your routine, mm, and, and even yeah, some people that's working with coaches or personal trainers they they would say um, at least get ten thousand steps in per day.
2: And guess what? I do that every single day and the rest. It's the weekends when obviously I'm not working. I've got a bit more time. Um, I, silly, I stupidly went for a massive walk on Sunday, did about five miles wow. um, and in the 30 degree heat and I did about over 20,000 steps. But do you know what? The fresh air, the exercise, just saying hello to people. And enjoying nature and and how you know thinking how lucky you are to be out there before anything else happens. It's for me that's probably one of the reasons why I also like playing rugby more than I go to the gym because mm, rugby yeah. is an outdoor sport that I can enjoy the natural air rather than being in a hot room and <laughs> getting all bothered. But yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. You know, burn, you're literally just obviously getting your frustrations out from the week. Obviously, playing sport. Obviously, I know um, many people are suffering at the minute with their health, with their mental health. Um, obviously, uh, I'm quite open about my struggles with my mental health, I'm gonna say, have you struggled with, with health in in the past, shall we say?
1: Yeah, absolutely, I mean, we all struggle with this. Um, for me, when I really faced mental health or such, uh, realised I was actually being challenged by mental health, was when I was working in corporate, when I was doing about 15, 16 hour days. Wow. Uh, for, for five 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 days a week, mm-hmm. or sometimes even weekends. Um, sometimes I get try to get work done before, for, for ready for Monday or something like that. Yeah. And I got to the point where I was mentally and physically burnt out, whereas I was laying in my bed, which felt like a deathbed to me because mm-hmm. I wasn't getting out, I wasn't getting up, I wasn't even eating. Um, so that's when I was processing and challenged mental health was I was having very negative spiral thoughts yeah. which I didn't actually understand at the time it was like wow what's this? this is all new like I never really had this before and it's easy to be become, to be sucked into that spiral and that negative spiral was like oh why am I here what am I here to do and yeah. there's a lot of questions we ask and it's a very dangerous time to ask those questions as well yeah. because we're, we're not having a lot of clarity mm-hmm. um, especially when we're very, very vulnerable right like just laying in bed and just feeling low feeling down feeling depressed feeling ill and not feeling right or not feeling good mm-hmm. and that's when i was like oh hang on a minute this isn't going i realized that i wasn't going anywhere with this i'm just going down in this downward spiral
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then i had to reach out to a friend oh, and and awesome. this is when i spoke to someone for the first while. Well, I didn't even really speak to my parents um, because mm-hmm. they just thought, oh, you're just ill. You're just feeling like that because you're ill. So I was like, okay, well, I hope that's the case. But when I started speaking to my friend, I was like, well, mm-hmm. I've got to the point where I reached my dream job. You know, I'm in corporate. I'm earning so-and-so amount of money and whatever. But I'm feeling very, very empty. Yeah. And yeah. then I said, why am I here? What I'm here to do? What is my... And then I started asking silly questions, like, what is my purpose? My mm-hmm. life's purpose and all those, and I'm sure a lot of us will agree why well, it's something that we have to find or discover through our journey. That's our point of life, right? Yeah. But at that time, when I was going through that, I wasn't thinking like that. And it's easy to not think like that as well. It's easy to be sucked in elsewhere. Yeah. But this is when you have to reach out to a friend or reach out to someone you can even speak to need to speak to. Even if this is just a stranger, just to say... I'm struggling or I'm trying to feel better.
2: Mm.
1: I'm trying to feel better than what I'm feeling now. And I'm just having that kind of conversation and just open up. And at the end of that conversation and saying, instead of feeling like, oh, I want to just not be here or continue what I'm doing. It's what can I give back to the world? Yeah. Uh, and right now, and what can I help everyone else doing? So I decided to look... More, I did a lot more self awareness, mm-hmm. a lot of self soul searching, yes. and just asking, what is it that I really want to do in my lifetime? Mm-hmm. And if money is something that I'm chasing, because I was chasing a lot of the material stuff, mm-hmm. because I was only, I was on corporate life, I was like, oh, maybe I'm saving for a house or a mm-hmm. car or whatever, and, and all those kind of material stuff and buying fancy clothes or whatnot, and it's like, is that going to make me happy? Mm. But it, when I got the material stuff, I was just feeling even more empty. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: And and I was got to the point where I was, well, it's none of that, so what else could it be? And it was to the point where I went back and revisited some personal development work. Right. And some of you may or may not know this person. It's Tony Robbins.
2: Yes, I, I'm, a, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm
1: a great guy. Um, and yeah. he's a huge personal development. Now for those that don't know who he is, he's the big 10-foot giant yeah. with the big teeth teeth. and um, (laughs) and I went to I went back to one of his seminars because I've always studied his work for seven years or eight years now and um, I just revisited some work that he said he said the biggest thing that you can do when you're in that situation is give back to the world but it's going through what contribution you are doing back to the world as well as you know your fulfillment in your contribution and help someone that's less fortunate than you are, and that's when I started to look back, look at the the being board members and what other difference. You know, I was doing more charity work at some point. I was giving back. I was doing the the Christmas hampers at like Christmas and all those and and really and giving those hampers to families that's less fortunate that don't have the the. The money to have Christmas dinners with their families, mm-hmm. and and at that, that point when I started building those hampers and hand delivering them yeah. to those families, and they said to me, "I don't deserve this, or I don't, I'm not worthy of this. Please mm-hmm. give it back to whoever gave it to me." Mm-hmm. And because we had to re- remain anonymous, we had mm-hmm. to say, "This is someone from someone that cares." Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: And when, and and people just said, "Oh, I don't want it." I don't, um, don't deserve this. I'm going to bin it. And I was like, well, you can do whatever you want with it, but this is from someone that cares and you know, just hope you enjoy the hamper and just have a lovely Christmas. Yeah. So it's just, it's just being able to give back to those that are less fortunate. And for me, for mental health, and how does that help, you know, how help to, help, help to cope is, is realize what is it that we're struggling with right now. Are we really unhappy, and why we're, why are we unhappy? Is it because mm. we 're not hitting a certain goal or we're not reaching um, a certain point of our life we 're not married at a certain age or whatnot and on social pressures? Yeah. Um, you know some people were like saying, "Oh you 're in your mid thirties are you not having kids yet? Are mm. you're not married yet?" and all those kind of things so, well, as long as i 'm happy, yeah, does it really matter? where I'm at in my journey or my life journey. Yeah. So these are the kind of questions you've got, you've got to understand and not let other people dictate your life.
2: Totally get that. Peer pressure can be a very intimidating and nasty thing definitely. I think you know it takes a lot to get up and go for what you've done you know from, from feeling rock bottom and we've all been there to suddenly just waking up one morning and realizing, wow, there is more to life out there than, than I know. And I want to put every ounce of my contribution into it. And guess what? Like, like, like I said earlier, it's very satisfying when, when you do something, um, on a personal note, apart from this year with, with COVID I do the cancer research 5k runs every, every year. X amount of medals just behind me. I won't get them out, but I've done it every year for the last 10 years. Fantastic. an emotional but an amazing event because you just rock up and you do about 10 minutes fitness and have a bit of a laugh then they bring ladies on that have either suffered or they've come into remission from from any form of of cancer and then you go and do the run and then you do the run and I've and every time I've done it is it been in blistering heat (laughs) so I'm dying at the end of it and then you get through that finish line and you hear the crowd and it's you know a bit like playing rugby. You score, you, you score that first try and you're like, yeah, people are behind me. And you, I, cry, I cry every time, every time, because I feel like I've got a nice amount of sponsorship. I've met some amazing people and I've done something satisfying for myself and for that particular charity. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I totally am 100 you know, percent positive for, for doing you know, the work that you're doing at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, I think, you know, if you're someone feeling down, you, know, you can stop and trying to help someone across the road, but smile to someone, you know, even for one of my personal achievements is I'd done the London Marathon in wow.
1: 2014.
0: And I did because my little brother's autistic. So I run it for the autistic charity. And it was during it, you know, come 18 miles. I hated kids. <laughs> my my <laughs> knees, legs and knees, like solid. And it, when I finished... Um, and some mum and dad and you know obviously my mum was very emotional uh, of course she was a bit of a wreck if I'm honest <laughs> and it wasn't so after to, I actually saw the impact and the charity explaining where the money's going obviously you know similar work to what you do mm-hmm. learning teaching kids teaching autistic kids in a certain way and that, that joy you know even for someone watching this who's thinking about doing something incredible just go and do it I mean we've all we're all, you know, we've said we've all been hit rock bottom, and from you know what, what you said, John, it's yeah, it's inspiring. From where you were at rock bottom, and you work your way up, and you've now given back. It's not just giving back a little bit; you're giving back so much. Yeah. intervening I think for for, for you, biggest satisfaction is a smile.
1: I said, I mean. Even for everything that I do, whether I do a social media post, a video or I'm speaking at a conference, it doesn't matter uh, where I'm doing it or how many people I'm doing it to, as long as one person, it makes a difference to one person's life, then that's my job done. And, you know, as much as it is nice to speak to thousands of people and mean, you know, impact millions of people or whatnot and all that stuff, is as long as one person's life changes through, you know, changes or makes a better, a positive impact in their lives uh, through my message, through that talk, through that post, um, through the mm-hmm. podcast, for instance, through this message. Mm-hmm. And that's my job done. I mean, yeah. that I couldn't ask for any more.
0: Yeah, that's just, it's, you're just an inspiration. Oh, believe me, just, in apps, even now, I'm feel uplifted. I mean, <laughs> obviously, I <laughs> yeah. I, I just wanted to go back. Obviously, um, for not many people who do long hours, um, and stuff like that. so what was it you know obviously you got the dream job was it more of the work or the hours that got, got to you mainly or was it just literally that you thought that was where you wanted to be but you still didn't have that fulfillment what was actually the pin bit or was it a matter of all of it
1: <laughs> it wasn't hours because i'm used to working 16 okay fair right, yeah. <laughs> um, those are those are normal time for me it wasn't the job, the job was great It was digital marketing, it was a corporate It was all great, but it was just um, At that time I believe it was a message For my soul To do something else, or to try something else yeah. And reaching The dream job wasn't really my dream job It was more of um, For those that are In the Chinese or Asian background They probably relate to this more Is that our standards, or our parents' standard Is that If you're not a doctor, lawyer, and accountant, Mm -hmm. you're not redeemed as successful in a family. And you can see a amount of pressure that goes on to us um, because we're not. And I never become, I I never become, I was never academic. I never enjoyed school. I was bullied throughout school um, in all honesty. And so I had a lot of adversity that I had to go through. Yes. School wasn't something that I enjoyed. College was okay. I did a national IT diploma. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't like A levels, <laughs> so that got me through to university. Yes, and I, even at university, I was doing multimedia, digital marketing, doc- media technology, filming, videography, photography, and all the tech gadget stuff. Nothing related to doctor, lawyer, and accountant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when I, you know, got through to working life and then working my way up from startups to SMEs to big corporate. Corporate was the next level of becoming successful.
2: Right, yeah. Okay, so agree. when I
1: got there, obviously, it wasn't what I wanted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I reached it, I was like, okay, now what now? You know, I'm earning great salary, mm-hmm. but I don't have the time or the energy to enjoy it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what is the point of this kind of lifestyle? I mean, you get all the the fancy corporate uh, laptop or the credit, corporate credit card and all those fancy jazz, but... At the end of the day, when you leave that company, they say call back anyway. So what what difference does that make?
2: And it's all about having a work-life balance, isn't it? I totally agree. Believe me, I've been in, uh, I've worked for some very big multinational companies before and God, sometimes you don't see the light of day. You go to work and it's dark. You come back when it's dark. You still work when you get home. You go to bed, you can't sleep because your brain is buzzing about stuff to do for the next day. Yes. And it's constant, constant, constant. And then literally all it takes is one thing in your head to go, what am I doing? This is not right. You know, I need a I need a balance, I need a break, whether that's going on a holiday, whether that's spending time with your family. And I think, you know, the whole COVID thing, and I've had you know chats about this and you'll probably agree as well, I think it's brought a lot of people closer together. Um, I think people have realised that actually there is more to life than actually than working your cotton socks off. Um yeah. family is important, friends are important, relationships are important. And I think if you put all of those in the mix, they're always going to be there for you. Um and it, it it you know it's it's made me think twice about a lot of things over over lockdown. Has it has it has it done for you as well in that Absolutely. in that scheme of things?
1: absolutely and this has for many of my clients as well is that they've realized working so hard for these fancy cars where they drove it for once in three months <laughs> they didn't really make a difference why they actually bought it in the first place um so then you know they, they made a lot of questioning and even for me it's, it's what's important i mean uh because me and my fiance live apart from each other so, she lives with her parents, I live with my parents. Mm-hmm. And there was that period where we said they said um you can't see your you know other household members. Yes. So I couldn't see my fiance for about three months after we got engaged. Gosh. In in Cyprus. So it was like, well, that that sucks in, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So well, it well, made us realise, okay, what is it is important. I mean, does it, you know, it doesn't matter how much we have. Um is the connection and time and, and quality of time that we get to spend with our friends, and mm-hmm. even now it's just we aren't able to see, or we can see friends, I suppose, in social distancing stuff. But mm. spending quality time is just those quality moments uh, with your family members. And I had, I had some of my friends that had people that passed during this period, yeah. and where you know we couldn't go to their funerals or pay them respects because they were limited to about ten people or something. Yes, so. There was times that made us realize how important it was to to spend more quality time together and in actually cherish and be more present. You know, not just talk to each other, holding our mobile phones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but putting down our mobile phones and actually just disconnecting from the world and just you know, spend one-on-one time with your family or, or, you know, and just make sure you're being present and you're listening and you're understanding.
0: Definitely.
1: And you really connect because we're so used to just sitting on the sofa, playing on our phones, mm. talking to each other, but not really talking to each other, watching TV, but not really watching TV.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, having a, a background distance, isn't it? And almost how we're acting now, uh, you know, having that interaction with your friends and family—is how it used to be before all technology came in, before the iPhones, before the iPads, before social media. Um, and I think sometimes as much as I love technology, and guess you do too, it's take, it does take over your life you know they it, you have to have that time where you've got to switch your phone off you need that time or don't look at the tv or don't go on social media because it can take over your life um and just control you sometimes um do you agree as well Robbie
0: yeah yeah definitely I mean like we said we often we've roughly went on you know even through modern society everyone's on their phones everyone mm-hmm. needs facebook everyone is you said there is social pressures even you know someone's buying a house you got to put it on social media that's <laughs> pressure there you know there's there's probably it there was obviously pressure on both men and females we obviously we have brushed up on this sort of um on this subject before in previous shows but there's you know that like we we're saying in society to have the kids at a certain age to have you know, to go have the best education, to have the best this, the fancy cars. And like you saying, who's someone who's been through it, well, you know, even for me, it is an eye-opener. It it, it doesn't matter. If you're not happy, it doesn't doesn't matter, does it, at all? If you earn a million pounds a year, but unhappy, you know, I prefer to earn £20,000 a year and be happier, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, you know, this week definitely has been... For me an eye opener uh, of people who work at corporate it 's not all about all the fancy cars, fancy phones, the fancy this, that and the other um, and it it 's all about just being happy and be and obviously, um, you know like i said you be affectionate to people and actually you know, like say just appreciate people 's time as well and actually you know spend a lot of time with people is very very important obviously so we come in terms of the show um, but i was always asked all our guests this. For people out there who are struggling, for people who are feel bit down, who'll be watching this, um, you know, for people who, you know, might be a lost soul, as you you put it, what would be your advice to them? Mm
1: -hmm. Find those that are positive and uplifting and remove those that are negative and, and (laughs) yeah, remove the negative people around your circle and surround yourself with more positive ones. And if you don't know where they are, try looking out for them and you'll sense them. You know, those who complain less on social media and only post on, uh, on, on the positive stuff of, on social media, try and look out for those guys and ignore or remove the ones that's negative or posting complaints all the time on social media. Get them out of your circle because you don't really need them. And as harsh as it sounds, if they're not bringing you positive value in your life yeah. and they're not actually contributing to your happiness, um, remove them because mm-hmm. you've got to be aware of the toxicity, uh, toxic people and uh, negative uh, impact it has on your mental health.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: very, very fine balance between one, one word or one sentence of what someone says or comments on your post uh, can make all the difference in how you think and, and how you're feeling and your thoughts. So just be mindful about who you're spending your time with And if you're really struggling in that time, surround yourself with those who are more uplifting. If you don't know where they are, try and look out for them or speak to more professional advice or those who are having the goals or having the lifestyle that you do, that you think they have um, or they're showing their (laughs) health is reach out to them and ask, you know, I need more positive people like you. Where can I hang out with you guys more with these people?
2: Definitely. Good words. Very good. I like that. And that's that's very much how I've operated in the last few years is you hang around with positive people, you stay positive. That's my motto. Keep smiling yeah. if we can. <laughs> Lovely.
0: Like I said, I just want to say a big thank you for joining us today. Um, like I said, it um, sort of mind's blown a bit because, you know, for someone who had that life, wasn't happy. And you stripped your life back, found out what's important. And that, you know, you're yes you're an inspiration now. And I think, you know, like some of your talks and stuff like that, it's inspirational. And obviously, you know, with your charities, you know, how, how's best to get, in, if, if someone wanted to volunteer who's watching, who's the, what's the best way to get in contact?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, if they want to get in contact with me and find out how they can contribute more, then um, my website is com. <laughs> <Cool. laughs> as simple as that.
0: Cool. Yes. know like I said, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, like I said, you're an inspiration and I think Hez will agree it, this is, for me anyway, been a, quite an eye-opener because, you know, if someone as young as me, you don't see what you've given out. So I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Uh,
1: just a few yeah. words again. Uh, thank you, Robbie and Hez, for inviting me onto your show. I uh, very appreciate it. And uh, I just want to wish you guys all the best and reach out and help more, more people um, who's struggling with mental health Um, And it's such a very, very, um, I'd say, a topic that no one talks about that needs to be addressed.
0: Mm -hmm. A taboo subject, as we call it.
1: Yeah, it's a a topic that no one really talks about, and it needs to be addressed more. And the more you're doing what you do, and it's great work, um, the better, because more people need to talk about this issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Um, This is the the whole point of the show is to raise awareness and, you know, sit and have a chat about it and obviously like we've done today and I think, you know, people will watch this and be inspired and hopefully follow you and all your platforms. And um, again, for people at home, like, share, subscribe, like all our guests, please, you know, leave comments, please, please. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, thank you so much for your time today uh, i know like i said i'm i'm, I'm lost for words with, uh, <laughs> i mean it's just been so inspiring um like i say i want to say goodbye from me robbie Bye and, for
1: this. And, Bye for <laughs> yeah,
0: and this is the pinnacle mindset chat show please like subscribe share send to your family get in contact as any anything you want us to uh cover thank you and stay safe
2: thank you
0: thank you